Thank you all for tuning in to the Your Edge podcast. I'm Therese Van Rijn, Global PR Director for Zebra Technologies, and I'm here today with the Chairman of Zebra's Board of Directors, Mike Smith. We've asked Mike to join us to talk a little bit about the evolution of Zebra and the industries we serve over the last several decades, along with the impacts of current modernization efforts. Thank you for speaking with us today, Mike. Well, I'm so pleased to be here, and I'm always thrilled to talk about Zebra. Excellent, excellent. Mike, as you know, Zebra celebrated its 50th anniversary last year, which is a huge accomplishment for any company. Can you talk to us a little bit about what you believe has contributed to that longevity and what has enabled Zebra to remain relevant and grow in the ever-changing technology landscape? Sure. Um... You know, Zebra's two co-founders, Ed Kaplan and Gary Kless, both really embraced a culture of excellence philosophy, and it was based on emphasizing innovation, uh, a culture of high ethics, mutual trust, and transparency. And they also believed in evidence-based decision-making built on facts and logic. Uh, and lastly, they also strongly believed in investing in terrific people. Uh, that approach really resulted in Zebra establishing market leadership very early on, this is back in the 80s, with extremely high quality, high reliability, high duty cycle products, uh, really designed with Gary Kless's classic high precision German engineering orientation. Uh, it also led to Zebra having the broadest product line in the industry, uh, and very importantly, it uh, resulted in the development of a channel structure for go-to-market that leveraged the company's strengths worldwide. Uh, Zebra's two-tier distribution model has been a somewhat uh, unsung hero, but it's been a very powerful success factor. The early foresight in building that leading channel power and treating channel partners very well and as vital business partners to Zebra has really been incredibly important to Zebra's ongoing success uh, and is equally vital today as it was in those early days. I want to point out that Motorola, Motorola's enterprise solutions business that we acquired in 2014 was similarly very focused on very high quality, high durability engineering products, and they built in their sector the industry's broadest and best product line in handhelds and scanners. So both organizations really shared very similar, similar cultural strengths. Anders and the current management team have very much, if anything, intensified the emphasis on those same cultural elements I've just been describing. And we can all see the amazing results which have accelerated dramatically over the past few years. So in short, the 50-year success, I think, has been based on a very successful culture and philosophy. Absolutely, I agree with you. Mike, what compelled you to join Zebra's board of directors and take on a leadership role with it? Well, Zebra was already a very successful, high growth, and just improbably highly profitable business when I joined the board at the time of Zebra's initial public offering. I've been very involved with the two co-founders, Ed and Gary, in the decision to go public, and I had already taken another quite successful, high growth, barcode-related company public uh, uh, before Zebra went public, and I had been on that public board for several years. So I had useful experience in both the industry and in board service that made a good fit uh, with Zebra. My background was in finance and uh, when Zebra went public, I already 
had several years experience as chair of a public company audit committee in the AIDC sector. Uh, so becoming Zebra's audit chair at that time was a natural extension of, uh, of what I had already been doing. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. For those listeners who may be considering joining a board, what do you think are the most essential qualities of an impactful board member? Well, I've noticed that successful directors generally have very broad business experience, which they've accumulated over a significant period of time. Um, directors need to have good judgment. Uh, they need an even temperament. And by that, I mean, they need to be very good listeners and open to different ideas. Um, they need to not bring any kind of a personal agenda into the boardroom. Uh, and lastly, perhaps most importantly, they need to be able to think like owners. By this comment, I mean that every decision our board makes should in some way work to advance the mission of the company and enhance the chances of success for Zebra. So this focus, this Zebra-focused orientation needs to be at the forefront of every director's mind when they walk into the boardroom. So I think if you can bring those characteristics to a, to a board, uh, you can be a successful director. Mm -hmm. Good listening skills apply to almost any role, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Even though Zebra is continuing to evolve and expand its enterprise asset intelligence vision, automatic identification and data capture, also known as AIDC, remains core to our business and to our customers' operational capabilities. Mike, can you share your thoughts on what AIDC might look like moving forward? I believe the big change to AIDC will be adding the word intelligent. AIDC historically was about identifying and collecting data and really just stopping there. In the new world, we'll move more towards enabling Zebra's customers to analyze what that data is telling the customer about his business, uh, which by the way is often referred to as prescriptive analytics or big data. Then the next step after that is acting on the analysis of that data, which means the system could take a corrective action, uh, ideally do that automatically, and this is often referred to as AI or artificial intelligence. So I see our EAI initiatives as a very natural extension of our historical AIDC leadership, but just adding you know, those logical next steps of do the analysis and then take an action. Uh, you can see this clearly in Zebra's strategic framework, which is built around the principles of sense, analyze, act, where the sense part really represents the traditional AIDC focus and the analyzed and act activities really represent the new EAI capabilities which are being added in the very, new, very near future. So I see the two as not separate worlds, but just uh, very tightly linked. Mm -hmm. Do you think the barcode will continue to be an important tool? You know, it's a, just amazing to me that in a world of incredibly rapid technology change and constant disruption, we, we still have as a core AIDC technology, the humble barcode. Uh, you know, the barcode was invented in the early 1950s. Uh, it wasn't even commercially used until 1974, and here we are 70 years later, uh, and it's with us in force today as the dominant technology in this segment. Just goes to show that uh, some inventions are just so good they stay around for a really long time, sort of like the wheel and sliced bread. 
Um, I think barcodes have been so successful because they are incredibly cheap to produce and they have extremely high reliability. RFID is another technology. It's been around for a long time, although not nearly as long as barcodes. Uh, it's growing strongly, but it's still a bit of a niche application for now. So right now the barcode still reigns supreme and there's nothing obvious on the horizon that I see that's gonna change that. But ha having said that, Zebra spends an enormous amount of time and resources focusing hard on assessing every possible technology that may come along that could potentially displace the barcode and which by the way might be very advantageous for our customers. Mm -hmm. Very good. Mike, what do you think is the greatest challenge facing Zebra's customers right now, regardless of industry? And how is Zebra helping customers overcome that challenge? Well, we, we all see that retail is really hurting right now. Uh, the need for retail in particular to be flexible by offering an online e-commerce option with curbside pickup while at the same time preserving the in-store experience and doing all of that while becoming hyper-efficient and controlling inventories, um, minimizing stockouts, improving loss prevention, having track and trace. All of that has suddenly become a matter of survival where before COVID it was more, or components of that were more of a nice to have. Uh, other industries have similar pressures to retail, but of course we really see retail every day in the headlines on TV and in our own neighborhoods. Um, Zebra can really help those companies survive and prosper with our high efficiency solutions that provide the capabilities I just listed. That sense, analyze, act framework that Anders and his team have developed over the last several years has never been more important than it is now in a COVID world. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Mike, before I let you go, I wanted to see if we could get a little personal for a moment. We like to look behind the stripes and learn what makes each zebra unique. What might people be surprised to learn about you? Well, my family and I just love the outdoors and we ski and mountain bike. Um, and we also surf, which might be a tad surprising to some people. Uh, I definitely don't look the part of a surfer dude at all, but I travel all over the world to places like Indonesia and Fiji, the Maldives, Hawaii, Central America, to search out the best surfing conditions uh, I can find. So I'd, uh, I've noticed Zebra has been masterful at riding the right wave for the last 50 years. So I took a page from Zebra's book to make sure as much as possible, I too am riding the wave. I like that. Very nice. Very nice, Mike. Great way to end it. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Orange Podcast and sharing your wisdom with our audience. You're very welcome. Pleased to be asked. Thank you, Mike. I also want to thank our listeners for tuning in to today's episode of the Your Edge podcast and encourage you to check out our other recent conversations with Zebra board members, including Linda Conley and Janice Roberts. I'm Therese Van Ryn, signing off until next time.